Greetings. Welcome to the She is Grace podcast. I am your host, Desalyn Hicks. Today we have with us Vincetta Williams. Vincetta is an author, CEO, playwright of Eve Enterprises Incorporated. Eve Enterprises is a publishing and production company founded in Katy, Texas in 2014. Williams is best known for her adult title works, My Name is Eve and I Was Deceived, Spirit of Loneliness, and stage play, See What Happened Was. She has influenced and inspired audience through teaching, motivational speaking, and mentorship. Fast forward, Williams has expanded her writing demographic audience to young readers through her children's book books, such as Black Just Like Me, and the forthcoming book, Don't Bully Me, that will be a resourceful tool and timeless reference to navigate the hard challenges that confront our children and youth today. Wow, so exceptional. Welcome, Vincetta. How are you today? Thank you. I am fine. How are you? I am wonderful. And thank you for agreeing to be a my guest today as well. Oh, no problem. So let's jump right on into it. Can you share briefly about your three books and the message that you're conveying with each? Okay. Um, the first book, the debut book, um, Spirit of Lonely, I'm uh, not Spirit of Loneliness. Um, my name is Eve and I was deceived. Oh my goodness. Basically, I was just trying to convey in a nutshell, um, as a child, we are taught um ABC one, two, three, your life will be guaranteed. And that's not true. Uh, life threw me some curveballs and some of them took the breath out of me. Um, I wanted people to know that, um, number one, I am a person, you are a person, things happen, but greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world and you can overcome anything. So what was going on in that book? Um, just a tumultuous amount of things. You know, we're all born with a talent. Um, my talent was singing one of them. The first one I discovered. I didn't know it was a talent at the time. Uh, it was just something I loved to do. Through singing, I was introduced to God. Um, it was just a wonderful love affair through music. From there, I went to acting and just different facets of understanding who I was. Um, then I got married and I fell in love and yes. I thought life would amazing. And what happened was um, my husband, my first husband was not the um, Prince Charming on the white horse. He was more like the dark knight. But so I had to um, wait, reveal wait, wait, that wait. And, and peel it back to different lay layers in the, in the book. Wait a second. Did you say the dark knight? Did I hear you correctly? Yeah. He was more like the dark knight. Oh, wow. Yes, you, go, you heard go ahead. Wow. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. I just <laughs> want to be sure. I just you want to be sure. And, and I, I'm trying, <laughs> trying to be, uh, be nice about it, right? You know, make light of the situation because people have a tendency to think that if you speak a certain way, um, oh, she's not over it or, you know, there's still some residue there. No, no, I am completely fine and, and happy. But we, we forget that facts are facts. So um, I had to deal with um, it was verbal abuse, mental abuse, and mm -hmm. unfortunately, physical abuse. Um, so overcoming that and even after the aftermath of that. Um, so it just entailed a lot 
Um, but I tell people, you know, we used to hear the older generation say, I wouldn't change anything for my journey now. Even as dark as those years were, they made me, they were contributing factors to who I am today. And I wouldn't change anything for that. And, and not only that, it gave me the strength because of those triumphs to speak into others' lives, you know, that life is not over. It's not the end. Yes, you're out there with with just on your own. You seem like you're on a limb and that limb is about to break and you got three kids on your back. Life is not over because all you got to do is look up and go up and there is God on your side. He will never leave you or forsake you. So to me, um, you know, I want to get off of that one, but what, what made that book so powerful to me, I had no idea it was going to touch the people that it touched. I had wow. no idea it was going to have the impact on people the way it did. So mm-hmm. I, you know, a lot of times God tells you to do something. You're like, I'm not doing that. I'm not exactly. exactly. My, 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 my. So really, really, I saw what it, you know, um, how it helped people in return. So the next one, because that one was so powerful, the next one is Spirit of Loneliness. And the men were like, oh my God, you got this, you know, um, what do you got to do for the men? So I was like, I don't know. So the Spirit of Loneliness came to me. Um, it was five different men in the book. And um, just, I interviewed several men and wrote their story. Um, and and we all chase after things, whatever that may, that may be, material things, people, uh, spiritual things, whatever. So it just gave a different perspective for those men. And, um, you know, we got to see the lives of men besides the, the handsome debonair men that we see. We got to really um, see their lives in, in, in the stories, the heart of them, because we all put on masks, you know, you want who you want the world to see, but behind it is, oh my goodness, a story untold. So the spirit of loneliness, we all have different bouts of loneliness, you know, whatever that may be. And, and it's basically about self-medication, how we, we try to sweep loneliness up under the rug. You know, we, we become workaholics or we dive into our children, forgetting our spouses, or we find love. We, we just make things what we want it to be. And, and we, we don't ever deal with the real issue. Okay. So that's what that book is from uh, about and coming from the perspective of males. Um, one day I was in my garage and um, you know, just, I was actually, when my son was on punishment, but I was sitting there <laughs> looking at him, <laughs> basically trying to make sure he did everything I told him to do. Right. And the book came to me, Black Just Me. Um, mm-hmm. And that's a children's book. It's uh, it's a little girl. Her name is Zoe. She's mm-hmm. dealing, um, well, not dealing, but basically this little girl has it going on. She um, she talks about self-esteem and and, and enjoying and, and, and realizing that her skin is beautiful and mm-hmm. that she's not the sin of her skin. Um, she celebrates it. She celebrates all types of uh, different uh, skin colors and skin types. However, sometimes we just have to appreciate who we are. So that's what that book is about. Um, And it was very important for me to put that 
in the minds of little girls because my daughter, who I think is just beautiful, and it was oh so funny. She says, Mom, you always tell me that. And I said, Honey, if you look crazy, I'll tell you. You know, if you look, you was ugly, I'll tell you. She was, Mommy, you told me. So, but she told me, she said, Mommy, you always tell me I'm beautiful. Mm -hmm. But when I went to school, listen carefully, that wasn't the story. Wow. So that's why it's so important it that is. we as as instill that in our children because we we speak in their lives we tell them who they are but when they go into the world they combat something completely different okay they and they have to know inside deep inside deep inside their hearts and their minds who they are whose who they, they are, are and right. who they represent and that's why i wrote that book because okay. i saw two beautiful young girls denouncing who they are. Got you. Okay. So, wow, that was very packed. So I know the first book, uh, which is titled, what again, your first book? Um, my name is Eve and I was deceived. My name is Eve I was deceived. Okay. So that's when you, you said earlier on that we mask so many things and we try to hide who we are. And then on the spirit of loneliness, your book for that, I totally agree with that as well, is that, um, we try to hide and say, I'm not lonely. I'm not lonely. I'm not lonely. And we <laughs> all go through that. I don't care if you're married, yes, uh, yeah, whatever. Gotcha. <laughs> we can still be lonely in a marriage. And mm -hmm, that's the mm -hmm. case. And then I, I want to get to this book about uh, the beauty book about, uh, I'm trying to get the name of it. My apology. Black Just, Black like, just me. like Me. I got mm -hmm. it. Black Just Like Me. Um, you said some very uh, pertinent things in that. Having self-esteem, making sure we tell our children how beautiful they are. I did the same thing with my daughters. And as you said, when they go into the world, they have to be equipped with that confidence and that high yeah. and high self-esteem. Yeah. My mom always taught us high self-esteem to just go into a room and, and just be who you are and be confident in who you are, no matter what you see. And so that is so excellent. So my next question is about your new book, uh, it's awesome that you're tackling the bully the bully issue in the new book that's forthcoming because many people endure that day, uh -huh. especially our youth. So how important is it for parents yeah. to be advocates for their daughters and sons? How important is that? Well, once again, just reiterating what you said, it equips them. It gives them those tools mm -hmm. that, you know what, um, they may say um, they may not like me. They may not choose me to be on their team or 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 whatever. But that person has to be so confident that they know that they can stand alone. Yeah. Um, they have to be so confident that they know that the truth will attract the right type of friends that they need because the world is cruel. And a lot of times we get so offended because we don't know why we're treated this way. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people are jealous of who yeah. you are. Yes, you don't have to open your mouth. You don't yes. have to say a word. They are jealous of your confidence. They are jealous of that same esteem that we're talking about. So you don't fall into their trap by falling into it. Say, oh, well, maybe I'm doing too much, <laughs> you know, or, or yeah. maybe I'm, um, yeah. you know, you don't dim your light so that something right. right. Have, that is very important. Now, of course, you know, go, the, the growing pains, mm -hmm. you know, a teacher, a mentor, a parent will say, 
okay, tone it down a little bit, you know, whatever. You don't have to be always the one shining in the room, but you never let someone diminish who you are. And so self-esteem is so important because our children are facing a lot of stuff that we didn't face. And when I say that I grew up in the um, 80s and 90s, you know, going through school and, um, it was different from my parents who grew up in the in the 60s and and, and the mm-hmm. 70s. And, mm-hmm. you know, so we're facing different demons, as I say. And well, there they are. They are. And, you know, um, I was never approached by drugs, you know, growing up. They mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. never approached by um, same sex um, mm-hmm. relationships, you know, right. I, so they're dealing with a lot of stuff that questions yeah. who we as parents have told them. Okay. Right. And we, I, we, I, we brought, we've got, so if that, if that's not a strong foundation, it will crumble under those pressures. Yeah. And that is so true. I agree with everything you said that if we're not going to be the advocates for our children, for our daughters and sons to make sure they're equipped to have everything that's necessary to go out into the world, to go out to school, to play sports, to do whatever. No matter, like you said, I like that you say, if I have to stand alone, I will. I'm confident enough just to stand alone and then don't let anyone right. in your life because you're right. There are jealous spirits out there in the world as well. And just because your demeanor, the anointing on your life, they can see something that you don't yeah. even know you have and just be and be so focused on exactly. that. That's why you struggle with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and be so focused on that. And they can't even see who the, the kind person you are because they can't get over how favored you look or blessed you look in some type of way. That's and I think, right, right. And I think that we need to teach our children early on, like we're saying, how to be confident, how to be happy for somebody else, how to have joy for somebody right. else. You know what I mean? How to right. not judge people by the cover of the book and get to know that. Right. So that's key. Right. Absolutely. So next is why is the spirit of loneliness so prevalent in our, in our lives at certain times? I mean, I know I can answer that too as well, but go ahead. Well, you know, this, it was so funny because when I initially, um, you know, you posed the question to me. I was like, okay, I got it. And then I went back and read it. I was like, oh, that is, she's saying something totally different. So I'm going to wing it here. Um, no, but it's prevalent. Go ahead. I think it's prevalent because we we're at different stages. We're always evolving. Okay. And loneliness means something totally different to me at age 50 than right. loneliness meant at 18. Yes, ma'am. So there are different levels to loneliness. Um now, um, you've ever heard And and I'm not saying that I've evolved, but you got to listen to this. The higher you go, the lonelier it is. Yes, I've heard that years ago. I forgot all about that that, phrase. Okay, so that's the type of loneliness I'm dealing with right now. You know, and I'm like, oh, my God, you know, I thought this person would take this journey with me. I thought Mm -hmm, they would be here mm -hmm. for the duration. I thought they would be sitting in the front row. I thought they would be sitting in the in the wings. But instead, they're sitting in the balcony or they didn't even make it to the show. Or at least the back row, right? So that, <laughs> come on, y'all get in the house. So um, um, that loneliness is what I deal with at this time. Now, yeah. there was a season in my life that I was lonely for a companion. 
You see what I'm saying? There was a season in my life that I was lonely for, um, you know, a, a, a father, because even though I have a father, God rest his soul, he just passed away yeah. um, about eight months ago. But, um, you know, it was I was lonely for that type of affirmation from my oh. own father. You see what I'm saying? So um, we just came from a, a, a pandemic. We were in the mm-hmm. house for yes, two ma'am. years. You get lonely for the association of your friends, right. your family, people. You want to see some people. You do. That's <laughs> you true. That's saying? true. So I get loneliness, it. Right. Mm-hmm. So loneliness does have different levels. It does. And, um, but another aspect to go with it, loneliness to me, if I can try to define it, is a unction that we have to seek out to develop who we are. Um, you you should say to yourself, well, wow, why do I have this empty feeling? Yeah, what am I missing? Feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it could be an empty feeling. And that's mm-hmm. prevalent because once again, we go through different stages in our life that, you know, and, and the Bible says, don't for, uh, forsake the assembly of others. We, we were made, okay, mm-hmm. to be in fellowship with one another. When you mm-hmm. hear people say, um, I don't need nobody. <laughs> we know, we know, really yeah. and truly underneath that layer, there's some loneliness there. Right. Who says that? We all need each other. You, mm-hmm. no man is an island. You cannot right. do anything successfully mm-hmm. by yourself. And I agree with so everything you're saying. We do need each other. Okay, I agree with everything you're saying, Vincent, and thanks for being so transparent. But uh, from my perspective, I believe it's it could be fear, it could be not trusting God, and yes. it's easier. Like you, oh said, my gosh, I was like going to go said, there too. You're, you're on it. Yeah, like you said, you're in a season of loneliness. I've been there, done that. When people fall off, it's like, oh my God, what's going on? I mean, it's like I'm on a deserted island. Even I have a few people around around me still in my camp, I would say. But the again, I just think that we're not trusting God enough and with fear. And we think that we have to have people around sometime to support her, us rather. And God is saying, no, I don't want that person to support you. They were here for a time and a season and their season is up. And you have to really, really be focus on what God is doing when he removed people, especially because I've gone through that several times in my life. And when God removes someone now, I'm like, okay, God, I know what you're doing. You saying, don't call, don't, don't call, don't text, don't do this, be still. And I'm going to just be still and trust you in whatever you're doing. So, right. wow. Very, very packed for conversation. I mean, we can go on and on about this. So uh, next, oh yeah, um, I want to ask you expound on the meaning of your quote, present your evidence as your legacy to let the world know you were here. I thought that was so profound. <laughs> um, let me tell you something. At the end of your life, you know, the old creatures used to say, what's, what's your dash? Mm-hmm. What's in between the time you were born and the time that you expired? Yes. What's, what it is, is your evidence. How did you live your life? Wow. <clears throat> you know, what, you know, a lot of people say things, but actions speak louder than words. Yes. So whatever, one thing that I say, and I, I, oh my God, I live by this. This is what keeps me grounded and shaken. If I ever find myself in a funk, this is it. Yeah. Lord, I don't want to leave this earth without exhausting everything that you Mm. have put in me. I want to die so 
what if I'm dormant too long, if I have writer's block or I'm stuck in a place too long, that gets me back on track. Because whatever I do here, there are no do-overs. I don't get right. to. Now, we right. can start over, but you yeah. don't get to live life over. You sure don't. So I'm like, okay, Lord, I, I've been sitting too long. I've been lonely too long. I've been stuck mm-hmm. in this sunken place too long. I got to move. I right. got to do. I got to be who you created me to be. to be. So that statement is present your evidence. Your evidence is your talent, your whatever you God gave you with. Present it as your evidence. And um, it, it, your legacy, that will become your legacy to the world. And the world will definitely know who you are, he, you know, who that you were here. Exactly. Because of what you did. Mm-hmm. And I agree with everything you're saying, everything you're saying, Vincetta, you know, I've been knowing you for a while and you are so powerful and, and we've connected. And uh, every time I've had conversation with you, it's just so packed with power. And awesome. so I like everything you said. We don't get any do-overs. We don't get a chance to do it. Oh, we can start over with no do-overs. And right. on, I go back to the scripture only what you do for Christ shall last. That's, yeah. last. That's the scripture right there. That's it. Right. Because we have to follow God's plans for our life. No, it's not easy. It's not always uh, peaches and whatever cream I'll say, but right. through it all, right. I know God has me right where I need to be. And I never try to jump over what he's trying to do. I try to go past go the, gold, the, the stop sign when he's saying stop or go past the run the red light right. when he's saying it's a green light, right? And so I'm well, running a red light when it was a yellow light. That's what I should have said. Take that back. Uh-huh. So, yeah, but it's important, again, to know our destiny and where God has us going. And I, I know I believe that you're on track and I know I'm on track because all I have done is prayed and fasted to seek God and ask him, what do you want me to do next? And that's the key to seek him and right. have that one on one relationship. So moving on. So I must say that that you are definitely leaving a legacy for your family. And I really commend you for pressing forward with God's vision vision for your life. And I am definitely so proud of you as well. So next uh, is going to be, uh, you're welcome. Uh, Why is it important for our youth to have a high level of self-esteem? We kind of touched bases on this already just a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, once again, like I said, because, Life is going to throw you some hard punches and it's going to take the breath out of you. Yes, I love that. Yes. I'm, I'm trying to. Um, Girl, you said take the breath out of you. Wait a minute. <laughs> Go ahead. Mm. Wow. It's, it's like being take the a punch. Yeah, I'm trying to keep it together here. Oh, Jesus. Yes. And, and life will try to tell you who you are. Wow. But if you don't know who you are, you will believe that lie. Right. And it's so important for our youth because so many of them are, they're, they're, they're wanderers. I won't say that they're lost. Yeah. The reason I won't say that they're lost because when you're lost, you have no sense of direction. Many of our youth have been brought up in the right way. Okay. Right. But they have strayed away from that. Mm-hmm. And and this is very, um, this hits home for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. I'll just say that. But they've strayed away. And the only thing that keeps me going, mm-hmm. what keeps my sanity is 
It was a promise from God that says, train up a child in the way. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. They may stray, but he promised that they're coming back. So if we put in their life who they are, whose they are, and who they belong to, I don't care what situation they find themselves in. God promised that they will come back. And I really believe that Mm -hmm. we've seen so much happening in our world right now with our youth. And the devil knows to attack a whole generation. Mm -hmm. See, that's his warfare. Mm -hmm. But we have a greater warfare because we win. So the only thing that I can say there is parents keep telling, instilling, affirming, esteeming your children. It's getting in there. They can't escape it. And the reason they can't escape it because God promised. So I don't care what the outcome looks like. They coming, they coming back. I don't care what the outcome looks like. You put it in there mm-hmm. and they, they can't take it out. So it's so Amen. important. It's so important. So we got to right. keep doing that. And that's why, um, you know, I mean, I, I can't think of a show right now or whatever, but you know, um, uh, I, I guess what is this? Uh, the Lion King. Remember yeah. the Lion King, uh, the little young cub. He, 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 his uncle told him contrary to what his father told him. Sure did. You're not good enough. Sure you did. can't be king. Whatever yeah. he believed that lie, and he ran away. And and but God Ooh. will always send somebody. <laughs> That, that little, I don't know what he was, or yeah. which doctor, I don't know what he was, but he said, <laughs> I know who you are. Mm-hmm. And guess what? He said, You know who you are. That's right. Now start acting like who like, you are. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Acting like who you were meant to be. And and so what I'm saying is life, when I say that sucker punch, that yes. sucker punch mm-hmm. made him leave his destiny. Right. Because he believed what the lie his his uncle told him. And see, a lot of times we have lies coming from family, yes, trusted friend, yes, ma'am, job, where we think we want to go, clicks and all of this. Mm-hmm. And you believe that mm-hmm. stuff. And before you know it, you are operating like, like they want you to operate. Right. And one day your inner self says, Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. This is, this is not who I am. You've been deceived. Like your book, this you've been deceived. <laughs> you were deceived. Absolutely. Yeah, yes. One day you say, Wait a minute. And just like that prodigal son, because you will see that, hey, I need to go back to where I was, you know, and, and it just, I promise you, parents, it makes all the difference in the world. And and I don't know now what I can't do is is say when it will happen, when that turning point will happen. But I can say this, it will. Amen. And I agree on everything you just said again. <laughs> it's so packed with power again. And I totally agree that as parents, we have a job to do. Our job, God has yes. blessed us with our children to be a blessing to them and to nurture them up in the way they should go. Like you said, train up a child on where they should go when they get older and won't depart from it. And I, I know a lot of our children, teenagers, even young adults may stray away and 
get caught up in some things that we know we didn't teach them. They weren't taught. They didn't see us do those things. But we have to go back to what God said in his word that he will bring them back. And then I said in my notes that uh, he will deliver them. We all are delivered yep. at different stages in our lives from whatever we or whatever. Yep. So deliverance is key is to keep praying and not give up. But again, right. it starts training them earlier on, not waiting till they get to high school to start okay. discipline okay. and start affirmations, you know, whatever the case is, but allowing them to know and to let them know that you could do anything you want to be. You could be president, you could be an astronaut, you could be engineer. What do you want to do when you grow up? And it's like mm-hmm. just bringing the, those gifts out of them because they all have gifts mm-hmm. and nurturing those gifts. And so yes. also I have in my notes when you said, is just take you the breath out of you, the sucker punch, because that's how the enemy would do us. And then the enemy tricks us daily with lies telling us we're not good oh, enough. You're not small enough. Mm-hmm. You're not fine enough. You're not this. Your hair right. is this. Your... And right. it's so sad right. that we believe those lies. And just think right. about all the social media that our children and teenagers have to look at daily at all these images of the not half of them are not even real. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's not, it's not even, it's not even achievable for some people. Mm-hmm. And you look at that and you start to want to be like that because of That's the likes right. they get, the comments they get. It's mm-hmm. like, Oh my God, God, if I didn't have this platform, I wouldn't be on social media. Cause that just, how I, am right. social media. I just like, Oh my God, social media. And you just, you just, you just want to be positive too, and then it gets overwhelming for people as well. Because mm-hmm. I've had some people to tell me in counseling that social media overwhelms them. And I said, "Well, just get off the platform for oh, 30, wow. 60 days because they can't live up to mm-hmm. what they see. They can't, they can't mm. get hands on what they see. It, it's, 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 it's not phony. I'm not gonna say that." But it's just not achievable for them. And that's when you have to really, really. It's superficial. It's superficial. It's superficial. Yes. And, and but you. Right. And, and you know what, too? Even if it is real, people have. First of all, what are you doing comparing yourself to somebody else in yes, the ma'am. first place? Lose God doesn't team. do it. So why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. And what people don't realize, my pastor here in Birmingham said something so powerful. He said. You know, you look at social media, oh, they so happy, whatever. That he said, Do you know what it took for that to be? <laughs> Do you know what it cost them? Yeah. So what, yes. that's what I'm saying. So we can't mm-hmm. sit here and compare whatever. I, I, I have another um, it's gonna be a mystery, but it's just in my head. Okay. And it it the title of it is It's Not Always What It Seems. Oh, I love that. I love that. It's not it's always what it seems. It's true. And, and 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 what I'm saying is not saying that just say a happy couple on not saying that they're not happy, but what did it take to get there? That's right. People don't know the struggle. So you're looking at the end result. You don't mm-hmm. know what the foundation is. That's right. Is made up of. Right. You know, and I tell people I I I um hold a real estate license and. When you mix up concrete, if you really have ever seen it, I don't know if you've ever seen it poured or whatever. It's yeah. got big old lumps of clumps in there and whatever, and it's made up of rocks and whatever. But all you see is the smooth surface. That you sure do. You sure do. Sure do. You have no idea. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Those fragmented rocks. So let's mm-hmm. take those fragmented rocks. You have no idea the problems that they had to overcome. You have no idea the issues that they're still dealing with. Right. 
Because you only you see the good day. You only see the good day pose. You don't see the bad stuff. People only post good stuff. They rarely post anything bad about themselves because they want everybody to think that I have it going on and it's nothing wrong with me, even though I'm having a, a mental breakdown over here in my marriage and my relationship and my child is all out of whack. But I want you to see this picture of me with this mm-hmm. makeup on, with my weave or whatever it is. And I'm not having nothing against me for weaves because I have short hair. But I'm just saying that okay. it's all so fictitious. It's not real. Is this not? Right, right. Because you're trying to tell a story. You said. you said people people post the good stuff. When yeah. people post the bad stuff, listen, listen. When people do post things that are not so popular, like when they're being transparent, the first thing we say is, why they put their business up? Why they put their business out there? That's true. <laughs> like you said, you're a counselor. Sometimes it's a cry for help. So if you that. gave them a like and you gave these comments, how many times did you call them and say, sis, I'm praying for you? That's right. That's right. That's so right. It's, it's almost like when we do the popular thing, Oh, oh, oh. But then when you people are really crying for help, that's why, like you, I had a problem with social media. It was so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, years ago, when you remember, what do they call it? Um, par- par- not parachute or paris- periscope. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Okay. And that, you know, I was like, I'm, I'm not doing periscope. And God was like, do it, do it. And I did a little <laughs> bit, but you know, I, I really drowned it out the voice of God because I was right. trying to say, um, no, Lord, that's not, I don't want to be a fishbowl. Yeah. Okay. And he said, well, how, what other way are you going to reach them? Um, reach the so I thank you for doing your podcast because- how, how, listen, did God, does God not meet us where we are? Mm, he does daily. So if people are on social media, why aren't you there telling the story? That's right. That's so right. thank you for being a fishbowl. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> how about, hey, because I mean, that's a hard thing to do. You it, know? It, it, and, and, and it took months. It took, it took a while to prepare for this and pray about the vision and what God wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. And even having fear to even start it, you know, being transparent. And, you know, the enemy tried to hold me back and say, no, no, it's not time. And, and I said, wait a minute, I need to pray about this and make sure, you know what I mean? That I'm hearing from you, the, mm-hmm. not the enemy, but God. And God was like, okay, yeah, it's time to start it. But the enemy is trying to make me be afraid that I wasn't supposed to put it out, right? I wasn't supposed to start this platform. Right. And uh, the beauty of it is, is that I like when you said that God created us in his image and likeness. Or maybe I said that, I don't remember. But he did create us in his image and likeness, and we're good enough for who we are. It doesn't matter. To me, I always tell myself and my daughter, you're set apart. The word of God said you're set apart from the world no matter what. And you have to go on your journey knowing that I'm set apart. I'm not better than anybody else, but I'm set apart. And I'm 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 a, a child of the king, and I'm the king's daughter. Yeah, the king's That's daughter. Funny. So I've got to mm-hmm. act like the king's daughter as well and walk into my journey with confidence, self-esteem, mm-hmm. uh, greatness, joy, peace, yes. knowing yes. that God yes. has got my back. God has got me. I yes. need to do what he's asking me to do and bless people where, yes. you know, when I can, when the opportunities are afforded to me, and then just live my life and be mm-hmm. good to people. And that's all we're required to do. And of mm-hmm. course, we have to do stuff for him too as well, right? We have a list of stuff you and I to mm-hmm. do. But I'm just so grateful that God even 
he continues to give me platforms. He keeps building on the platform with other oh. other parts of it as well. And that's I'm really truly grateful. But mm-hmm. Vincetta, this has been so real and it's been nice conversation as sure. usual. And I appreciate you for even um agreeing to uh be a guest. So with that being said, uh, please mm-hmm. share your uh, website and your social media platforms. Okay, great. Um, my website is www.eveenterprise.com. Um, I'm also on every um, what what is that uh, Instagram, Instagram and uh, Facebook as well under the same name Eve Enterprise. So if you um, type in my name, uh, it'll pop up as well. So I just, you know, really appreciate so much. And and you have no idea what this interview, what the invitation did for me. So I thank you, but I'm there and many, many more things to come. I'm just excited. I, I really am. I'm excited for what God has in store and for me and for you. Yes, I was just yes. elated. When, because you know, I call you Miss Michelle Obama, so I was oh, even elated that you were doing this platform because you know, I was like, Oh my god, she will be so successful at that! Thank you so much, and thank you always for encouraging me and always yes. uh giving me words of affirmation as well. So, with that being said, no uh, this is again Desalyn Hicks, and I would uh appreciate it if you would maybe purchase my book on all the major platforms, which is as few steps away from victory, choosing to walk in divine purpose. And my website is www.faithcures.com. So with that being said, again, I appreciate everyone listening today. And my final thought is God says that we are enough. So walk out your destiny and live your truth unapologetic, uh, un- I'm sorry, unapologetically. Thank you for tuning in and have a blessed day.